This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Digital Citizen, episode 192. This is Luke and other host, Fro. Hi. I am going to do main host today, I guess. Fro's a little out of it. I'm also a little out of it, but uh, it's been... I'm waking up early because there's a massive heat wave on the West Coast. Fro's feeling a little out of it and down. Yep. Not in the great, greatest mood, to say it mildly. But we're going to try to push through. Uh, we're going to try to make a quick show because Fro is not feeling the best and it's going to be like a million degrees here on the West Coast. So, yeah, how was your week other than that, Fro? Well, other than getting uh, Bill very, very, very angry at us on that wrestling show, uh, I'm, I'm pretty good, thanks. I don't think he was very, very angry at us, but <laughs> he did have some qualms about it. wasn't even last show. It was the show before last when we did um, the worst cartoon ever tournament, right? Mm-hmm. And it was uh, Kalu against uh, Papa Peppa Pig. And uh, he was, uh, he, he was uh, enraged over that we at all could consider uh Papa Pig to be in the tournament, at least against Kalu. Right, and he was saying uh, he would have rather seen Captain Planet go to the end. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess I could see that. I mean, if 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 Bill was involved in our tournament, uh, that probably would have won if we would have you know had three people. But overall, I think oh, yeah. uh, we did as best we could do with two people. I mean, we've been doing these two people tournaments. Uh, ever since Tilly left, when we were doing three people mm-hmm. tournaments, and now um, we have to do it a different way. But I think he did have a good point. Maybe bring somebody in, even if it's just for the end of the tournament when we don't disagree. Call somebody up and do a tiebreaker really quick. Even if we, even right. if they're not on the whole show or something like that, call somebody up and do a tiebreaker. It's a pretty good idea. Yeah, and. Uh... Like I told him uh, on that podcast, he will be on the very, very, very big tournament in eight shows uh, uh, where we will decide our uh, best title ever tournament of the last hundred shows. Right, yeah. Um, That should be good, and it'll be good to have somebody else with their own perspective on that, especially because when we do the titles, it's very... um, 
it's very inside baseball kind of when we do it because we're oh, making very. we're making jokes that are sometimes even inside to us uh, and things like that. Oh, so yeah. to have somebody's outside perspective on that will be interesting. I, I, I promise you, Shut Up Bird will probably not be in the tournaments, though it's a very good title. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm trying to think right now. I can't even think of what my favorite title would be, but there's been some really good ones in the last few weeks. I know that. Oh, yeah. In the last... I mean, we have 100 shows to pick off. I, I think we... We can manage to 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 find some good ones. Uh, I I know that it, it's like we haven't done a twelve seed tournament uh, since we did uh, best person ever tournament. That is the right. last yep. 12, 12 seed tournament we did, and that is ages ago. Yeah. Not too far away from 200 now, so uh, we're on our way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, if we want to stick with the trends right now, Fro, to you know get viewers, we need to do some kind of like a eat at, at the worst rated restaurant in your area challenge, or maybe we do like oh, ma- oh. let Amazon decide what I eat for 24 hours, or maybe uh, let my <sighs> <laughs> let the person at the drive-thru decide what to eat for 24 24- Which one of those do you want to do to bring in ratings? Because apparently that's what's getting ratings on YouTube right now. <laughs> I know. Everybody's making those videos. It's insane. I personally think we should talk about sex and ASMR again. God, God damn it, that made us popular. That's true, yeah. So yeah. just talking about sex maybe does it. Yeah. Speaking of sex, I guess, let's go right into the news really quick. Uh, kind of about sex, <laughs> but more about abortion. Remember last week, we yeah. breaking news from last week was that Biden had opposed federal money for abortions uh, from the Hyde Amendment. This week... In a reversal, Biden opposes the ban of federal money on abortion. Wait, what? <laughs> mm. So we, that we broke that last week on Wednesday after two days of intense criticism. Uh, Joe Biden reversed his course on Thursday, declaring he no longer supported the longstanding congressional ban. That's what we call a flip-flop in the political game, Fro. What do you think he actually believes? Do you believe that he actually believes the first thing he said, or if he's... Uh... I think, honestly, he has no real values, and he just does whatever he thinks is going to get him elected. I bet if it, if, if you really were able to get into his brain being John Malkovich style, it probably he's against abortions, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's been against abortions since the 70s, and now in two days he decided, oh, I changed my mind now, because everybody told me to, yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's sad when when politicians uh, don't just keep to what they actually believe. Like, at least at least Trump don't wish he wash. Oh wait, he does. Wait, he does that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes he does it in the same sentence. He'll like start a sentence mm-hmm. and then end it with the opposite of what he started it with. That's how bad he is. But I mean, this is no different than a Hillary Clinton who remember gay marriage. All of a sudden, in 2016, she was for gay marriage when before that she wasn't. So this is, I mean, it's the the corporate Democratic side. They're like, 
as soon as they see the tides change, they they go with it, even if they don't believe it. Like he, I, mm. he he's somebody where like he says it now, but then when he gets into office, he's gonna support the Hyde Amendment once he's once he's already been elected because he doesn't care at that point. You know what I'm saying? So. But I think, sadly, one of the things where, where where I think people will vote for him is because of of Obama. They will think, oh, he was about, he's Obama's best friend. We will get Obama too in the White House. It doesn't really work like that. And I think that's sadly what people think when they would vote for Biden. I mean, remember hearing about Clinton saying about super predators, uh, talking about african-american men back in the day well mm -hmm. he said that back in the day and much worse like he his past is much more checkered than even hillary clinton's was but people associate him with obama so like you said they just think oh we're gonna get another obama but joe biden is not another obama i'll tell you that right now are you saying that because he doesn't have the big ears I, i'm saying the reason he became <laughs> vice president for Ob Obama is so that they right. could attract more right-wing people. So he's more oh, yeah. right-wing than Obama just based on that is the reason he became vice president. And so now we're putting a more right-wing person in there. Uh, so there you go. Oh, yeah. uh, moving on. Oakland city leaders unanimously v vote to decriminalize hallucinogenic mushrooms. This is kind of a follow-up a little bit. Uh, I think we covered... That in Colorado, they had legalized mm -hmm. or decriminalized. I guess it's different than legalizing. Uh, a council member says the move will help tackle, um, will help t Oakland tackle other serious issues. Uh, Oakland City Councilwoman, uh, City Councilman Noel Gallo says we need all the help we can get. When asked why he proposed the resolution decriminalizing the plants like mushrooms, cacti, and aboga, growing up here in Oakland all my life, I've seen the conditions that exist uh, with being with human beings with mental challenges. Uh, he was f unsure how the city council would receive his proposal, but it f uh, but it unanimously approved. Due to the fact that what is currently in our streets, whether San Francisco or Oakland, we have mental health challenges here, and we need and they need to be addressed. So there you go. So they're doing this uh, in response to the mental health crisis of the city, Fro. That's very interesting. I think this is very interesting as well. I like this. I, I, I would <laughs> rather try magic uh, mushrooms sometimes than the stesolid or the subclone or the quartapine. <laughs> go on. Right, yeah. Me. All the Pill, pill pills. Yeah. And there's more research now that's coming out that has to do with depression and has to do with PTSD and has to do with these kind of things and how, uh, you know, a regulated dose of mushrooms. They're not talking about taking the amount that somebody at going to a Grateful Dead concert would take. They're, you're giving you a, uh, an amount that will affect you, but it's not going to, like, throw you into outer space. You know what I mean? Um so yeah, that definitely gonna keep following that story. Uh, oh, more Assange news. We this is actually we can just say this really quick. Uh, the U.S. formally uh, sent the extradition papers for WikiLeaks um, to the U.K. So we all knew this, knew this was gonna happen, but now the papers have actually formally 
been delivered and the the actual uh, extradition request has been received. But what this also means, Fro, is that it's very like uh, very unlikely that the U.S. is going to charge him with anything else related to the two, 2016 stuff. Because if they were mm. going to, they would have done it before the extradition request. If that makes sense. Do they have to? Sorry, you broke up a little bit. I said, do they have to? I don't think they have to, but it's generally how it works, and so people are assuming um, that they're not going to charge him with anything as associated with 2016. And again, we've said in the past, there would be a lot of complications with doing that because there are other journalists who got... Isn't yeah. That, yeah, but is that kind of strange, though? Because uh, I'm, I, I'm not saying that uh, I support this, by the way. But but wouldn't you think that the U.S. government would look for every opportunity to find something to throw against him in case uh, some of the parts of the case against him uh, doesn't go well? Like, do you think, like, uh, two things is enough to... Well, when you're the U.S. and you know you're going to put him in a fake court that is going to... It's not going to be a fair trial to begin with. I don't think they... They, they, yeah, I don't think they're worrying about whether uh, the charges are going to work out or not. Okay. That's my guess. Um, mm, guess could they come sense. up with other charges once he gets here? I guess it's possible, I think, but um, mm. it's usually just not how it works. It also says here, uh, how Manning has now been jailed for refusing to testify in a Virginia-based, uh, which is continuing... Virginia-based jury, which is continuing to investigate WikiLeaks, she faces potential daily fines if she continues to refuse to testify. So, also Manning is still in there, according to this article. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, let's go to the moon. You want to go up to the moon, Fro? Fly me to the moon and let me play among the stars. Yeah, eat and eat cheese, because, right? Mm -hmm. The moon's made of cheese and everything. Um... It says here that Earth's moon may be hiding a gigantic metal lump beneath the impact crater at the South Pole Akaton Basin. It says mm -hmm. uh, they've discovered a mysterious lump on the far side of the moon that's five times bigger than the Big Island of Hawaii. Holy crap. Wow. Uh, it's so buried... that everybody wants to go, go there and get those hula bands. <laughs> right. I wonder if when... Uh, well, I didn't put it in the news, but apparently uh, NASA is thinking about um, renting out places on the moon, like as oh like some kind of way to bring in revenue for the for NASA because they don't they don't have a regular revenue service uh, stream except for the government, obviously. So they're thinking about doing that. But yeah, that would be interesting if they if that's where they chose to go. Well, uh, think about that. A big fucking poster all over the moon that says Coca-Cola. Like, would would that be science fiction? I think, didn't we talk about this in the past? That there was like a Japanese billboard maker that wanted to put one in space? But I think it was on a satellite, oh, not did? on the moon. Yeah. Oh, oh, we did. Okay. Yeah. It's just that this giant thing of metal in the ground is buried 185 miles deep. Uh, no one is quite sure what it is. The most precise wording researchers can muster is large excess of mass. Uh, 
that's all they know about it for. They have no idea. They think it came from an asteroid hitting the moon at some point, but they're totally confused by why this is there. Wow. Interesting. Hmm. Speaking of... Well, mis- at, at, yeah, I was just going to say that. Talking about weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, mysterious things. Uh, FBI releases files on Bigfoot. Federal Bureau of Investigation Wednesday released corresponding files containing the results of a results performed on tissue samples from alleged Bigfoot or Sasquatch. <coughs> Excuse me. The 22-page file made public uh, following a Freedom of Information Act request showed that the FBI agreed to test hair samples attached to a piece of skin obtained and submitted by an Oregon-based Bigfoot Information Center. The letter shows the group sent the sample in 1975. Uh, the FBI said they had no record of conducting such tests. I guess up until now. It's not strange. Mm. It says here, three months later, the FBI reported the results of the test. The hairs are of deer family origin. So it came from a deer, bro. That's what we got out of these, these release documents, is that they te- they did take it seriously enough to test it, though. you got to consider that. I mean, when you told me uh, this on Monday, I thought you were joking. So I was like, FBI re- releases a document about Bigfoot? Really? Yes. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. I've heard in the past, like, when you see these kind of things come out from the CIA or the NSA or FBI, like... Sometimes they're releasing something that's totally off the wall to distract you from something else that's going on. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're trying to distract oh us God. from Mike yeah. Pence uh, deciding to ban pride flags. Maybe that's what they're trying to distract us from. What? What's oh my God, yeah. from? No, I, 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 I just thought of that mouse company that uh, makes uh, uh, computer mouse uh and I also think they make keyboards. And they, uh, I think it was last year or the year before, made an April Fool's joke about them making a toaster. And it got so popular that they actually <laughs> now, I think it was last week, actually came out <laughs> with the toaster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they never, they yeah. never made post, uh, toasters <laughs> before. I guess I if like, there's a market oh, there, yeah, might as well. Yeah. Sorry. That's all good. Do uh, you remember what the company was called? No. No, okay. no, no. I can't. I can't I, I, Some mouse keyboard would, company. Yeah, yeah. I, will, I will Google it while you... Yeah. Well, I cover Mike Pence. Uh, he yeah. confirmed reports that pride flags have been banned from U.S. embassies, uh, and he expressed his support for the administration's decision. June is Pride Month, and an interview with NBC... The vice president said four embassies requested to fly the rainbow flags uh, and were denied. I am aware the State Department indicated that on the flagpole of American embassies, one flag should fly, and that's the American flag, and I support that, said Pence. And then Trump came out, of course, with a tweet uh, as we celebrate Pride Month and recognize the outstanding contributions of LGBT people have made to our great nation let us also stand in solidarity with many lgbt people who live in dozens of countries worldwide that punish imprison and execute individuals so i think he was coming out kind of 
that, that's more of a just random tweet, isn't it? More than anything else. But that was that did happen after Mike Pence came out. So I think it was kind of in response, but m- more uh, trying to quell the backlash. But this is obviously really dumb. I mean, we know Pence is anti-gay. That's not that's not new news. No, no. It was racer, by the way. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Razer is a very, very popular company. And yes, now they made a toaster. I wonder if it's any good or if it's a piece of crap, you know what I mean? Probably the latter. It's probably just a <laughs> cheap, cheap Chinese toaster and they just threw yeah. a Razer logo on it, right? Yeah, like a uh, soldier. Tro- soldier boy. Soldier boy. <laughs> yeah, um, right? It's totally that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for people that have in charge, look into that. That's a fun story. Uh, speaking of uh, the Pride Parades, apparently in Boston, somebody trying to oh do a God. straight Pride Parade. I could have sworn oh. this is like a stand-up joke from the 90s. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh... City of Boston can't stop the much-heated straight Pride Parade for play- taking place this summer, uh... Because people disagree with the organizer's cause, um, the city of Boston cannot deny the permit based on the organization's values. Mm -hmm. It says here the Straight Pride Parade is a product of a group led by three men aligned with conservative politics called Super Happy Fun America, bro. Wow. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about generic things later but fucking hell that's the most generic name I have ever heard a conservative polit- political group called Super Happy Fun America I love that's the worst name I've ever heard uh, <laughs> the straight tr- pride parade is ten- like if, if we had that as a title of the show nobody would fucking believe us <laughs> right I know makes it uh, that makes it even worse, kind of. Oh Appar- my god! Apparently, this group has tried to s- tried to do a few other kind of parades in the area that were kind of against, like, th- say there there they were having a women's march and they would do an opposite march. So this group has already done these kind of opposite marches of what's happening in the city already. It says here the straight pride parade is tentatively set for August thirty first mirroring the route of the LGBT LGBT Pride Parade set for Saturday. Uh, yeah. Oh, it says... So those five people will show up. That will be nice. It says here the group, uh, the group has adopted Brad Pitt, uh, a hero to straight men all around the world, as their mascot. <laughs> this is the stupidest... I'm sure Brad Pitt is very, very happy about that. I know people are going to get offended at, at this, but I, this is the dumbest... Oh my. It's a joke, clearly, but it, it's really offensive joke, obviously, but it's somewhat over-the-top so ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but people are going to get super mad about it, obviously. I bet there will be backlash if it actually happens. In oh, a, it will. The city is saying they can't stop it, so there you go. Uh, hopefully there's not a gun battle, though, that happens uh, oh, yeah. because of it. Because in, f- guess where? Florida, fro, of all places. <laughs> oh, what a shock. What a shock. I, I'm, 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 I'm so surprised. Uh, man shooting at an Amazon Alexa sparks gun battle with police. In an altercation at a Florida couple 
Hall's home involving a man shooting at the woman's smart device uh, ended up resulting in a gun battle with authorities that left him and two deputies injured. Uh, the Pasco County Emergency Dispatcher received a call around 12.30 a.m. Saturday from the couple's adult daughter saying that her parents had gotten into a physical fight. The girl told dispatchers her family fights often. Uh, the Alexa must have been personal to her. Uh, the authorities learned that the mother was particularly upset Saturday night because the suspect had shot her Amazon device. Uh, mm. When officers arrived at the scene, the woman met them outside and they observed she had been battered. Okay. Around 1.50 a.m., more deputies arrived on the scene. They made entry into the home and as they approached the bedroom door, uh, he came out armed with a handgun, semi-automatic rifle, and allegedly began shooting at them. So there you go. They sent in the SWAT, wow. te SWAT team and took him out, basically, after that. But this all started with him getting mad that I think she, uh, her, the Alexa was prioritized to her, and he got upset about it or something, because <laughs> it's Florida, and then the police brought in the SWAT team. This is nuts. It's kind of funny. When I asked my Google, uh, uh, what do you think about Alexa? My Google says, I like all I, I, a. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. What do you think about globalism, Fro? Uh, uh, I'm not a big fan. I think in theory it could be good, like... In theory, a new world order is a good idea because everybody can work together and everything. But that's in a world where yeah. giant corporations don't exist, in my mind. Yeah. Right? Because what ruins the idea of a globalist society is corporations. Because what's going to happen is they're going to soak up all the power and uh, everything's going to be run by the giant corporations at that point. Right. Have you ever read Animal Farm? Oh, of course. All right. And, and I, on, in Animal Farm, it's like every every animal is equal. Just pigs are a little more special. And it's a little like that. Like, you can always try to make... That's why communism is a very good idea and will never work. It's, it's always people that want power. Or I should say men. Um, men want power. And that's why... why, why I think Tron is kind of wrong in this. Well, I mean, he's got his own opinion. I don't want to say he's wrong because there's different sides to this argument. Because like I said, oh, yeah. in concept, the idea of having every country as one giant country could be good. But in execution, like you said, animal farm. Mm. But let's hear what Tron has to say. Uh, in Tron Tells the Truth, he's going to talk about he is a globalist. This is Tron, but Tron Tells the Truth. I'm a globalist. Wow, what a word. This is a word who've been misused so much. People hard to the left or hard to the right always use their term globalist on everything they think is wrong. Yes, everything is wrong with the world is globalist. When it comes from the right, people are for free trade. It's very funny because globalization means free trade. So you cannot be anti-globalization and for free trade at the same time. Well, what you really mean is institutions. But if you're going to have global deals, you also need institutions to take care of them. 
I'm a globalist because I think we need more cooperation over the borders. That, that doesn't mean that I think every organization in global Organization is perfect. No, VTO is not perfect. The European Union is not perfect. The UN is not perfect. But I would like to have all those three organizations and many more, because the problem is it's not that they exist. It's what politician means to do with them. I think we're not going to go to a period before 1940 where a lot of those organizations didn't exist. I don't think if we go back to revolutions and even harder wars have been in the past. Globalization not always fair. Nowadays not. But stopping it and isolating every country is not the way to do it. A lot of people on the left also say think it's very funny with Brexit. I think that was a good idea. Yeah, the problem is the problems in Britain not did not become because of European Union. They come there because of Great Britain and politics from the, from the Labour Party and the Conservative Party who have been destroying the country for many years. It's nothing to do with the European Union. Everybody knows that the European Union uh, is good for Britain. Yes, they need a labour force and they need a good trade partner. And Britain is also have the interest in a stable, good Europe. The European Union is not perfect. I wish it could do more for a lot of things. But if you want to have those things, you have to vote. Same as you have to vote in America. Sometimes you have to vote for people who want to do something differently on the global scene. The institutions is not a problem. The politicians we elect are the problem. The problem is people don't want to do a shit and only take shit and think everything's going to be all right. You can go keep on posing bullshit on Facebook like there are some secret committees on this and secret committees on that. But you can do something through elections, and you can do something to, against with political activity. So it's your choice, nobody else. I think solving this global crisis on environment and politics and human rights only can be do if people come together all around the world. For that, we need more democracy, more freedom, and stable global institutions. This was strong with Trump tells the truth. That was Tron telling the truth, uh, that he's a globalist. Um, I'd love to hear what other people think about this. Uh, if you want to send us an email at anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. I'm sure this is a very divisive topic that Tron just brought up here. What do you think? Oh, yeah. Uh, I definitely think it's divisive because I, I, I see his point. Like here, Here's the thing about the euro as well. Like... The the reason why one currency for all countries doesn't work is that there's different living conditions in Romania and the UK. Right. And and if they have the same currency that are worth the same, it, it doesn't really work. Right. Doesn't, it, 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 it doesn't transfer over as far as worth right. goes. Yeah. Right. Because one 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 euro in in the UK would not be the same as one euro in Romania. I mean, it's kind of true here in America, even with the dollar. If you go to if you go to downtown Los Angeles or like Beverly Hills, a dollar is going to get right. you a lot less than if you're in 
uh, Peoria, Illinois, or wherever, just random little town, you know what I mean? You're going to get, it's going to cost a lot more in those cities than other places. So even in America, that's the same. But if you were to do that on a global scale, imagine the difference. Yeah, it's impossible. Okay. No, I I agree. It's a nice, nice thought and everything, but... Then we need to rethink currency. I'm, 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 I'm a very that. big, I'm a big opponent uh, for that. Actually, that's one of the main topics we should put down. What is money? We've done money before. What? We did it in like the first ten Have episodes. We? Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! We, we, okay, sorry, audience. We just done 192 shows. <laughs> sorry that I don't remember every topic we covered. Right. I don't think we did what yeah. is money. I think we did money in general. But this is one of those things where, like, I talked about it in the past where maybe we get do a sh- show where the main topic is we do 10 minutes on some things we did in the past that we would like to cover again, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think money could definitely be an interesting one to bring up. Uh, let's see. Let's plug the Facebook. Another digital citizen on Facebook. Uh, I already plugged the email. So let's go into what if. Episode 3 through 10. We finished out this whole series. Do we have to? (laughs) Well, we took the time to watch this whole damn thing. I hope we're going to cover it. Otherwise, I've wasted a lot of time this week. I'm going to call this the most generic show ever. And predictable. And uninspired, maybe, is a good way to put it. Especially the ending. Mm Mm-hmm. But, uh, hey, what's uh, the episode about? Well, geez, I, I, I can't... I can't go through eight episodes. That that really wouldn't make sense, would it? No, but it, like a fast recap, I guess. Uh, sure, I mean... I'm trying to think of how to recap everything all at once. Well, I mean, what really happened in the last eight episodes is... Renee Zellweger turns out to be, uh, we think she's the bad guy at one point, and she definitely is, and she's, uh, using her influence as a rich, powerful mogul to try to take over this company by, uh, messing with this couple, uh, and in the end, it turns out, uh, I guess spoilers, but it turns out that Renee Zellweger is the woman who owns the company's mother all along, very Star Wars-esque, happened uh, in the second-to-last episode, I believe, of when that happened, right, Fro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I surely didn't guess that by episode two or anything. <laughs> right. I think everybody knew that was coming. I, I mean, it was so... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the first time I knew it is when we find out that the guy... Uh, or her fam- her parents died. As soon as we find out yeah. that her parents died in a fire, I was like, okay, this yeah. is, it's clearly what's going to happen here. Renee Zellweger is going to end up being her mom, and that's what yeah. what's her vested interest. But then it turns out Renee Zellweger is like incredibly screwed up in the head as far as like the relationship with her own mother, and so she's trying to ruin uh, Lisa, who's the main character's. Uh, uh, marriage, I was going to say relationship, but marriage, because she believes that men are terrible, and she believes that if she's with this guy, it's going to ruin her life. Uh, and, I don't know, that it kind of, in the end, she gets her way, because 
Lisa does break up with her husband and leaves him to work for, to do to manage the business. Is that right, Fro? Well, kind of. We saw him like when we we fast forward in the in the last episode. We saw him still there. So after they met in the par- uh, bench park, that was the same bench park as what movie look. La La Land? We're not sure, but La it definitely La had the exact same view and, like, everything. It's very possible. Um, but again... Oh, yeah, by the way, me, me and Luke watched the last episode together. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention that. We got yeah. together on Monday to watch the last episode just to see... To kind of compare things with each other. Um, and it, it was very predictable in that way, but... The thing at, with the bench, we see them like get together, but it seemed like she was saying to him at I don't know if other people see this, let us know. But to me, it seemed like she was saying to him, uh, "This relationship can't be the same as it was." And he's saying, "Yeah, I understand that. I'll let you do your thing, um, and we'll see how it works but out." But it didn't mean, seem yeah, like yeah, they no, were. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Because guess what? She has a secret to tell him, and I. Had to, tell you oh she's pregnant she's pregnant and what do they do exactly when she's going to tell him that secret oh they pussy out to tell us absolutely nothing they just cut away and they never came back even though she was like i gotta tell you something i gotta tell you something and then we cut away yeah. and she's doing like a yeah. tv interview about Anne montgomery because uh in the end we see that she kills her own mother with morphine and then mm-hmm. Uh, Renee Zellweger, we mean. Yeah. Renee Zellweger, right. She kills her own mm-hmm. mother, uh, who we found out in the last episode even existed, so we had no vested interest in the fact that this lady existed. Um, and then her bodyguard gets shot, and she burns herself alive, uh, supposedly. And mm-hmm. so. And what do, do, I, do, do, do I say when that happens to you? Right, I think we even both we were both like, uh, she's gonna, she's not gonna die. She's gonna end up no. somewhere, like, uh, I, th- you, you said, oh, it's gonna be at the funeral. We're gonna see the funeral, and she's gonna drive by in a car, and we're gonna see her mm-hmm. like face drive by as she's watching her own funeral. But it was much more cliche than that because we get the interview with Lisa on TV talking about Anne and how her Anne affected her life, and this whole show Anne has been terrible to her. But at the end, she's like, she actually did right by me, this kind of thing. Which, I I said they were going to make Anne Montgomery the good guy at the end of this, even though she was clearly a horrible person. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, what do you think about the that whole thing? About her being a horrible person, but then making her the good person at the end? She wasn't a good person. It's like, it's like when, when we watched this, I compared it to The Devil's Wear Prada. It was almost the, the same, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the devil wears Prada, where uh, just where uh, there was no fucking good acting, and 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 also we need to talk about very fast later. Oh, wait, wait, let me get to the very end, and then I'll let you yeah. cut in because we're almost at the mm. end. I was about to get to the part, you know, the very very end part. Right. Okay, we're doing the interview with Lisa, and she's talking about how Anne Montgomery's dead, and of course we cut away to Mexico, and Anne Montgomery is sitting on a beach in Mexico drinking a mai tai. The most cliche ending you could ever have to any show, except for maybe if Lisa woke up and it was all a dream. That was the only more cliche thing they could have done here. There's also this 
fucking stupid thing uh, about the, the two other storylines because there's two right. other storylines that we follow in the show. It's what I'm going to call the gay storyline and the misery storyline. <laughs> and uh, we get the relationship story for uh, 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 with the gay guys. And it's very, very clear that this show has a very anti-men uh, propaganda feeling. Uh, and it's very... And how do I say that? Because I think, oh, go the ahead, gay sorry. men are also assholes. <laughs> well, the one... And, I think the one is... I think the boy... The, uh, the brother of Lisa is the asshole. I think the other guy... I can't really think of him doing anything bad, right? Well... Kind well. Uh, well, I mean, compared to everybody else, I'd say he was right. Left a little bit in the clear, as well as the boyfriend from the other ec- the other storyline, which we'll get into. Right. And then we have the other storyline, the mystery storyline, as I call it, where we meet this uh, student and the teach uh, doctor. Well, uh, not doctor. It's like a surgeon uh, guy who's like supposed to be your George Clooney type, and then. Uh, the friends, uh, the friend of Lisa's husband, his wife or girlfriend, I, I think it's girlfriend. Uh, she, I think so as well. She's sleeping with the surgeon, and it turns out the surgeon is a complete psychopath, bro, because men are psychopaths. All men are secretly yeah. terrible. Even if they seem amazing, they're actually terrible, just to let you know. Mm. You know, we are uh, amazingly bad. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> What I said during this part to Fro, I was like, guess what? All people are terrible. It doesn't matter if you're a woman, a man, trans. We're all horrible animals that just live on instinct and we pretend we don't. (laughs) Yeah, some are more assholes than others. But, but, uh, but, yeah, no, it's very clearly that that this is a very wrong Me Too feeling about it. And and I'm not going to shun away about uh, away from that, but I'm I'm just going to say that uh, this this made me very uncomfortable to watch. Not because I'm a man, because I, but I'm a lover of good TV shows and the dialogue and everything around it. It's like if you want to make a strong Me Too movie or or TV show, I'm. I'm totally pro that uh, the f- two first seasons of The Handmaiden's Tale is a perfect example of that. But uh, but making this uh, so so over the top soap opera doesn't help. It, it definitely was soap my... opera. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like last week, I was said it was a little soap opera, but the more you went into it, yeah. the more soap opera soap opera e it got. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and also, the part that really felt soap opera the most when I was like, oh, wow, is the part where he they do mushrooms and he paints on the wall and oh then he wakes God. up the next day. And it's like, I, I feel like I've seen this exact scene in a soap opera. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, well, what would your greatest all over? Right. I, I guess. Uh, Jeez. All together, maybe like a 3.5? Wow. You, you're more kind than me, sir. 
Uh, 2.5 I will give it. The one thing that's kind of a saving grace, I thought the guy who played Foster, very good actor, Renee Zellweger, oh, yeah. she's a decent actress, even in this. Uh, oh, yeah. The storyline, as far as Anne Montgomery and that whole storyline, if it was just that show, it would have gotten a lot better of a rating, but then they put these two storylines on the sides of it, which made no sense to have them there, because... The one that you called the misery storyline, we're, ex we're we're expecting at the end of the show is these three storylines are all going to combine together and it's going to be this big master plan that Anne Montgomery had, or at least that's what I was thinking. Mm. And in the end, mm. those two storylines don't come into the main story or have nope. any effect on it at all. Um, um, none whatsoever. And so in the end, it's it's meaningless the other two storylines to the to the yep. show as a total so yeah 3.5 i i wouldn't recommend this to anybody like it's definitely going to be on my list of worst shows i've seen this year how high up it will be probably not high it's not like i i hated the show but it's just badly made yeah and, and I think the whole thing about the misery storyline and it feeling it if not only feels out of place, but I think I mentioned it last week about another show. It feels mm -hmm. forced. It feels inserted in there for no real reason. It doesn't affect like like we said the main story. So what what is it doing there other than trying to appeal to a specific audience? You know what I mean? And what is that audience? What is the misery audience? I guess. Yeah, no. I, I don't know. I have no. I have no clue. Watch it if you want to. I don't recommend it. I would not recommend it either. <laughs> but if you do watch it, send us an email at anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com. Right, so what are we going to cover next week? I have no idea. Do you know? I don't think we've really come up with anything. Well, we discussed that we're going to give each other good things, aren't we? Because we don't really have anything to cover. I have no idea. I guess we'll figure that out after the show and then let everybody know yeah. next week. Yeah. I have no Listen idea. Next week. Well, I, I can give you a good show if you want to. You need to see one episode of and you can tell us about it next week. All right. Well, let's come up yes. with parameters because I don't think we've come up with that. I mean, let's. Uh, it can't be. Well, it, obviously, it's not going to be like a three hour mini series right. that that can't be right. so say under 45 minutes or something like that right i, I totally agree okay uh, um i don't know how I long will... i don't know how long we're doing this i don't know what <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah we're just gonna go yeah. for it so tell me something to watch i guess uh i will give you a good show to watch uh the house on the haunted tale you have still not watched that the house on oh oh right uh right it's yeah something like that uh, okay yeah. yeah is that on is that on netflix yeah okay well i'll check that out for next week and i'll do a recap i mean fro's already seen that so he'll be able to talk about it as well but yep. i'll do an actual kind of breakdown of it and you will score it from 1 to 10, and how plausible it is you will watch the rest of it just off that episode. Who knows? Maybe you will binge it after that one episode. Who knows? Who knows? 
Speaking of TV, let's talk about what we saw on TV this week. Why don't you start? That's that's fu- not fucking much. That's for sure. Very slow uh, week. Yeah. Yeah, very slow week. Uh, do you know what? Uh, I watched Lon- Lone Star Justice Investigation on Discovery. <laughs> okay. Um, Obviously about Texas. Yes. Uh, ask me why I watched Lone Star Justice Investigation. Why would you do that? Because Lone Star is actually one of my favorite movies, and I thought this was going to be a show around that sh- uh, movie. I don't even I remember not... that movie. Lone, Lone Star? Oh, it's so fucking good. It, it is one of the most underrated movies uh, of all time, if you ask me. Okay, sure. It, it has it has one of the best uh, endings uh, <laughs> in the world. But uh, anyway, uh, no. So so I did not see that this was on Discovery. So when I downloaded this, I was like, oh, this is going to be some drama thing from uh, with police and. Uh, Texas and things like that. No, this is a true crime thing from Discovery. I was like, what? Okay, not what I uh, was right. expecting. Uh, but, okay, uh, it, it was okay, I guess. Uh, I will give it a 4 out of 10. Oh, well, it's not great, but if you enjoyed it at least a little bit, maybe it's good that you stumbled on it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though it was on yeah. accident. It's okay. <laughs> see, what did I see? I saw City on the Hill, which is like on Showtime, but there was like a, and I don't think it comes out for a week, but they did a free preview of the first episode on Hulu. So I was yeah. able to catch that. It's uh, about cops, crooked cops in Boston in like the 70s. Um, a lot of good acting. Like the acting is amazing in this road. I totally recommend it. As far as the first episode goes, I'd maybe give it a 7.5 right now. Um, okay. I believe it's directed by... Uh, let me make sure. Um, ben Affleck, but I could be wrong. He, he might have been a producer and not the director, so let me double-check that to make sure. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are both executive producers on this. Oh, okay. Kevin Bacon is in it. Uh Aldous Hodge, Hodge uh, Jonathan Tucker, a whole bunch of really good actors. Um, why do I not see who is the director? Sorry. But it, yeah, no, but it sounds very, very good. It sounds... Uh, uh, but you saw this because there was a preview on Hulu? I didn't know that Hulu Showtime had something. Yeah, they have like a deal where like if you go through Hulu, you can also pay extra to get Showtime, uh, the Showtime online service through the Hulu app. I didn't know that. Yeah, they they have a deal with HBO and stuff as well, but you have to pay extra. But they did a thing where it was like, here's a free episode to try to entice you to get the Showtime thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, It says here the series will premiere June 7th online and then June 16th on Showtime. So it hasn't come out on TV, but if you do have Hulu or you want to find it online somewhere, that there is a first episode out. And I would recommend it, like I said, uh, 7.5. A lot of good acting, very good set design, and so far the storyline's interesting. It has a lot to do with kind of crooked cops. 
What uh, was the name of it again? City on the Hill. City on the Hill. Hmm. Uh, what else did I watch? Oh, I watched uh, something that you wanted me to see. The Coma FD. Uh, <laughs> because uh, you said this was kind of super trooper thing. Do you know what? I actually like this better than Super Trooper, to be honest with you. Okay, okay. I, I thought I, I thought this was uh, better made, and I, 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 I laughed more out of this than I did of Super Trooper. I don't know why, but uh, I think... I mean, one's TV, mm-hmm. one's movie, so maybe you like the kind of TV aspect of it more than you like the movie. You know what I mean? Because right. like, I mean, it's basically right. the same except instead of um, police officers, it's firefighters. You know what I'm saying? So right. And I felt the acting was uh, on par. Yeah, like I, I really liked this. I would give it. I've seen all ten episodes. Is it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I would rate it uh, eight. Eight. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just a fun little sitcom. It's nothing you have to take too seriously or sit down and really focus on watching it. You can oh. have it in the background. And it, and it's got a lot of... I thought it had a lot of good chuckles in it. Maybe not super laugh-out-loud moments, but a lot of really good oh, yeah, yeah. funny parts, yeah. Especially, I laughed quite hard when they were going to the store to uh, get... Uh, 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 what do you call it? Like, uh, the thing for a ladies... Uh, when T- they bleed tampons, tampons, yeah, right. And 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 they were standing there like, which one are we supposed to get? <laughs> really, the one that's, that says sea breeze on it. Who wants to smell like the sea? Yeah, right. <laughs> so right. The sea smells terrible, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or also, so Will Sasso is in a couple episodes. If you like. It, from old Mad TV from the '90s, Will Sasso oh, yeah, yeah. is in here. Yeah. A couple episodes, not all, not every episode, but a few episodes. The boxing match thing was very funny, where nobody wins, and uh, uh, the the uh, what do you call it? The garbage department wins the car. Oh right, yeah. There, yeah, and then there's in this show there's different rivalries. So there's like the police versus yeah. the firemen, and yeah, that's those are interesting as well. Uh, the other yeah, thing I, I, I oh, saw this hey, week. What sorry. did you give, give this show, by the way? Uh, I'd have to go back and look at what I actually got gave it, but um, yeah, I can. No, do but I, I thought eight, almost eight and a half. It was that that good. I really liked it, but it wasn't like. I, I, I think what was kind of lacking was that it wasn't like, ha-ha, laugh out funny all the time, like you said. It wasn't hysterically funny, but it still kept me interested. And some episodes were worse than others. I, I have no idea where I wrote that down, but I'm imagining it was probably around an 8 or something. Oh, wait, 8.5. Yeah. I just found it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. All right, the other thing okay. I saw was The Chef Show on Netflix. Oh, my God. Why? Because <laughs> I wanted to see how bad it was. <laughs> this is a cooking show with John Favreau and a guy named Chef Roy Choi. Uh, and they're just making 
they're making food together, and the first episode, uh, it opens up with, um, what's her name? Uh, his wife. Uh, John Favreau's wife, who is... Why can I not remember her name right now? She runs that thing called Goop. Oh, um... Jesus Christ. Um... Oh my god, I can't, Gwyneth I, Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow, thank you. There you go. Oh he, my he's god. married to her, so she's in like the first whatever little tiny bit really? of it. I believe yeah, I believe they're they, married. They are married? Let me double check that. Uh, I but, don't see them as a couple as at all. That is so funny. Okay. But they open it she to... she opens up but then goes away and never like really comes back. Um Okay. But uh, it's a lot of name name dropping. He's like, I guess he found this chef while he was doing Iron Man. Like, he was, the chef was one of the guys doing catering or something. And he was like, this chef's so good, we gotta make a TV show out of it. But the whole time, John Favreau was like, oh, this one time I was hanging out with blah da blah and we had this dish together. It's just him name dropping over and over and over again. It's so awkward. Uh... <laughs> but overall, I, I watched two episodes just to kind of get a, a feel for it, you know what I mean? Um, and I guess I give it like a a three. It's not fun. It is not... I like cooking shows sometimes, but this feels like... I don't know. It doesn't feel like a regular cooking show. I guess you just have to watch it to get it. it it's, it's just not a very good show is my only way of putting it, uh, so I give it a three. Don't want to see it. Is that okay? No, it's fine. I I would not recommend this to anybody. <laughs> you you wouldn't recommend it to anyone. I don't know. I'm looking up Gwyneth Paltrow on Wikipedia. Oh, like you have no clue. And uh, and uh, it seems like she's married to someone called Brad uh, Falcock. That is a television. Uh, oh, so maybe this was all just a Spider-Man thing. So like yeah, she was on I, there. I'm like, really? <laughs> I, <think laughs> I knew about Gwyneth Paltrow being. Well, <laughs> in this episode, they like, talk like they're married. So I just assume that they were in a okay. relationship. Okay. Oh yeah, this is one thing I forgot. She, f uh, he's talking to her and talking about Spider-Man, and she goes, "What are you talking about?" And he's like. Uh, yeah, you were in Spider-Man. She's like, I was? She completely forgot she was in... Apparently, according to the show, she forgot she was in Spider-Man. Wow. Okay, last show I watched this week is called The Sue, and I recommend this if you're depressed. It is one of the best shows to watch if you're depressed at all. <laughs> it's all about animals. How fucking good is it? About... Uh, Bronx Zoo uh, and the animals in Bronx Zoo. They, oh, cool. them taking care of the animals. They, them getting the animals to the to the dentist. Them talking to the animals. It's such a cute show. <laughs> it's the perfect show to watch if you're depressed. So I'm I'm in middle of season two now of the zoo. Yeah. The zoo, okay. Anybody else wants to check yeah. it out? Uh, yeah. You want to give it a number, or you just liked it enough that you... 
Do you know what? It, it's probably a six or something. Okay. For me, for me this week, it's been an eight. <laughs> All right, that's good. It's like, <laughs> do you understand what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. I, I, it's, it's not, it's not really anything like amazing. <laughs> it's an, if you if you've seen one show about like people taking care of animals in the zoo, you have seen all shows about people taking care of animals in the zoo. It's the same show over and over and over again. They just call it different things, sure, and this yeah. was just perfect. Yeah, this this was just perfect. Yeah, I guess before we move into our main topic, which is going to be a whole lot more TV, I sent you an article about Kylie mm-hmm. Jenner, and you had mentioned the Handmaid's oh, yeah. Tale earlier. Kylie Jenner oh, threw yeah. a Handmaid's Tale party, themed party, and people kind of got mad about this because that's a little bit insensitive to throw that as your theme for your party. <laughs> Do you know what? Uh, season three started this week. Mm-hmm. I'm done with and maintenance tale. Really? Like okay. season one, yeah, yeah. Season two, uh, season one was amazing. Right. Season season two was also kind of amazing, but going in a strange direction. Season three is a repeat of season one and two. Ah. It is so extremely trite. Uh, I think it's three, three or four episodes out now, and I'm like, okay, I've seen this before. I get the clue. Uh, can you move the fuck uh, on? Like, it's the same thing. And it, I will, I will maybe give it one or one or more two episodes, but it's. Oh. Uh, it's so bad right now. It's uh, yeah. Somebody wrote on Twitter. Uh, I hate to break it to you, Kylie, but an oppressive, misogynistic society where m- women are literally property is not a great party theme. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, though. Uh. All right, so let's get into what's coming out. Uh, basically, in the next month or so, um, all the new TV shows coming out for the summer. Why don't you start? Because the first thing you already talked about. Yeah, Lone Star Justice Investigations on Discovery. Uh, yeah, I talked about it. Uh, I don't think anybody else but me will watch this. <laughs> and it came out last Wednesday on June 5th. So Yes, yeah. June 5th. Yeah. Another thing that came out that day, Russia's Wild Sea. Ooh. What? Okay, it's on the Smithsonian Channel. Uh, home to millions of wild animals and untouched rocky close coastlines, the Sea of Okhotsk is both hell and paradise. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's like a, it's a reality show. Unspouse my house with Orlando Soria. Have you ever heard of Orlando Soria in your uh, whole life? No. No. This is on uh, HGTV. Home and Garden Television. Yeah. Home Garden Television? Yep. Oh my god. Sometimes America amazes me about (laughs) how many fucking. uh, Is that a real thing? My mom loves Home and Garden Television. My mom, like. That's. If if I go over and my mom's watching TV, it's probably going to be on HGTV. 
Ah. Yep. But yeah, uh, this is uh, uh, redirection. Uh, no, not redirectional. Redecorating show. Sorry. Right. Yeah. All right. You, you can't get enough about them. And that was last week on Thursday, on June sixth. So another thing on mm-hmm. June sixth, Hero Hero Inc. Uh, from A and E. Uh, police, firefighters, EMS professionals, members of military share emotional stories at Prison Break Tattoos, a unique shop in Houston that specializes in, in creating meaningful tattoos for first responders. So it's about police and firefighters and EMS getting tattoos and them telling the stories of like of the tattoo, probably. That definitely doesn't seem my, like my kind of show, but some people like those tattoo shows. I I I liked one tattoo show uh, with uh, that lady that uh, did Kat Von D. Kat Von D. Yeah, that uh, that I liked. Uh, the other one that came out the same time is Miss T's Music Factory, uh, and this was on Lifetime. Um, Former recording artist Tamara Levy is on a mission to help her future superstar achieve her highest potential to music. After her own tough upbringing and foster homes, Tamara fell in love with the art of singing and performance. Today, Tamara owns Art Room Academy, an artist development academy in Memphis, providing a safe haven for talented children to escape whatever they may go through. So this is a reality show. Eight, eight one-hour shows. Okay. Uh, I guess this is the next day, June 7th of last week. Uh, Tales of the City was on Netflix. Uh, it says Marianne Singleton returned to San Francisco after 20-year absence for her 90th birthday of the former landlady... And Mar- uh, Marianne is happily re- reunited with Michael Tolliver and Anna, but things are more complicated with her ex-husband. The relationship between transgender man Jake Rodriguez and his girlfriend Margaret Park faces challenges as as Jake explores newfound oh his newfound attraction to men. Uh, this is based Whoa. on a comic novel set in San Francisco in 1976. So there you go. This, uh, was this one of those things that came all out at once? Right, this is a Netflix show, yeah. Right. The Big State. Stop me if you have heard this premise before, Luke. Okay. Talented acts around from the world display their mastery of performance, which uh, with disciplines ranging from singing and stand-up routines to impressive aerobics and aerial dance. So America's got talent, but the world. <laughs> but that doesn't help because there's acts on American style got talent that isn't American. Yeah, so. Right, okay. I guess so. Yeah, that that is true. This, yeah, it's like America. Yeah, it's this, it's the world's got talent, basically. Yes. So the CV. By the way. Right, uh, the same uh, same day that came out, uh, the Chef Show, which I just talked about, came out with John Favreau. So you can go mm-hmm. on to the next one. Okay, it's called Legends of the Deep. 
it's a science channel. Is that what I'm? Uh, yes, it's science yes, the channel. science channel. Yeah, yeah. The the science channel. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm I'm very sorry for that. Uh, what is it about? You may ask. Well, I will tell you. Uh, uh, considering the fact that 75% of the planet's surface is covered by water, it's only natural that oceans uh, far most uh, mysterious tales than even uh, on the uh, on the land. Uh, in Legends of the Deep, a sibling duo take adventures as they try to find the truth behind legendary events and places involving the oceans. Okay. Right on Fuse, which as far as I remember is like a sports action kind of network here in America from. Never, ever fucking heard about it. But apparently this is a cartoon show. Vegans face a veggie apocalypse. <laughs> a Latinx oh, family, excuse me, a Latinx American family is deported back in time. A spelling bee gets lit with hip hop. The Tupac hologram moves in with the Hendersons. So it's it's like it sounds like it's like a comedy uh kind of sketch show but it looks like it's a cartoon sketch show. Interesting. Cool. TLC uh is coming com with something very clever called S Mothered. Uh, get it? Smothered. Oh, I I didn't yeah. even get that. You just said that somehow. Oh, I'm, I'm really? stupid. I'm dumb, apparently, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, a lot of mothers and daughters are happy to be close to each other. Of course, there are some that moms and daughters that keep private and don't do together. Well, moms and daughter peers are challenged that TLC recently announced their new show, Kylie's Extreme Mother-Daughter Friendships. So... I guess that's a reality show. Okay. Uh, also on... Now! 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 Now we come to something very, very good. I know that me and Luke are going to watch. Right. I'm trying to find... Hmm? I guess I'm going to have to go to... This is on TLC. <coughs> Kate plus date. Uh, it follows Kate... Plus, date follows a well-known the well-known mom of multiples on her journey to find Mister Wright. Uh, uh, that's the whole story. It's her dating. Yep. Yep. <laughs> this was on June tenth. We are definitely going to 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 watch this. We we can't we can't wait. Uh. So best. Ever trivia show is a show with Ken Jennings. If you don't know who Ken Jennings is, it's the guy from uh, Jeopardy. And this is on the Game Show Network. Uh, uh, it is a traditional game show. Uh, uh, and that is more or less what I found out about it. Uh, oh. Three contestants answered multiple choices, which are also presented uh, to one of the panel experts. Get it right, score points, which are doubled if the expert gets it wrong. In later all, uh, rounds, player can uh, go with their own answers or defer to the expert. 
uh, which those who stick to their guns getting double points if correct. The winner faces off at the end. One expert in five question quiz for the chance of 10,000 and an invite to the next show. Okay. This kind of seems interesting, I guess. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if you're into game shows, there's another game show that maybe is more interesting if you're into game shows. It's coming up a little later, but uh, let's see. Also okay. coming out on June 10th, RuPaul, which is apparently a Ru... It's RuPaul, obviously, but it's a talk show. It's a daytime talk show. Okay. So it's just RuPaul doing a, day, doing a day, day, daytime talk show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. I mean, uh, why not? Uh, Shareleader Generation uh, follows the lives uh, of two squads and their fierce, hardworking coaches. Lexington, Kentucky, Dunbar High School coach Donna Martin and her daughter, uh, Ole Miss uh, head coach uh, Ryan O'Connor, while Donna pushes her team to new heights and to return to Dunbar to its uh, former glory of reigning champs, Ryan is fighting to earn respect from her her purse, her colleagues and teams and her mothers. So this is a dancing thing. I'm, I was going to say shit, but I'm, I, I'm not going to say that because we love all TV here. Uh, it's on Lifetime. Alright, uh, next on Viceland on the same day, uh, Jasper and Errol's? Errol? Errol. Jasper and sure. Errol's first time, two young men from Los Angeles decide to step out of their comfort zone by traveling through California to search for activities to try for the first time, including bull riding, ventriloquism, synchro and synchronized swimming. So this is kind of a, it's a travel show. But it them going and trying first things all over the state, I guess. So, yeah. That actually does sound kind of interesting. It does. First Responders Live on Fox. It's from the Emmy-winning executive producer Dick Wolf, by the way. Uh, ho hosted by the Emmy-winning journalist uh, Josh Ellett. Fox says uh, it's an unscripted uh, reality show uh, yeah, about firefighters. Right, it started on YouTube, I believe, and then they bought up the rights to it, is what it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Press Your Luck, the, based off the game show, I think, from, like, the what? 70s or something? Yeah, I was just going to say, how is this new? Uh, 1983 was the first episode, so not as far back as I thought, but contestants tried to answer trivia questions correctly to collect spins on the game board where they can win cash and prizes. Of course, if they land on a whammy, which takes away the player's loot, the contestant with the most uh, prizes and cash at the end of the game wins. So it's press your luck from the 80s. It's just the new version, I guess. They're re oh. rebooting it. Yeah. Uh, then we have Card Sharks, that is also a rebooted television show uh, from the 78, yeah. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now it is hosted by somebody. ABC. Know, maybe. Oh, yeah. hosted, but right. It's hosted by somebody, you know, maybe. Yeah, I said that. Do you know someone called Alec Baldwin? I've heard of that guy before. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, a game show uh, where turning a playing card can make you a winner and a loser. The road to glory and riches begins with two player facing head uh, to head uh, elimination race uh, where the winning player claims hundreds, no, sorry, 10,000 uh, cash prize and chance uh, to turn that amount to life changing payday. All right, Jin, a Netflix show. Uh, Jin is an upcoming Arabic supernatural drama web television series that is set to premiere June 13th, so tomorrow, uh, or probably today yeah. if you are listening to this. Uh, the first five-episode ep five series is set to be written in... Oh, okay. I'm assuming this is about genies because it's called Jin, but there's not too much more information I'm seeing here about it other than that it comes out well, tomorrow. Well, it's not American. On Netflix. Yeah. And it's not American. Right. I'm guessing it's, it's uh, in Arabic. It, it says I, Arabic I so, yeah. language. Yeah, Arabic language yes. coming of age yeah. uh, tale. So, yeah, not in English. I'm I'm really looking forward to this, actually. Mm, okay. Yeah. Supernatural uh, drama, going, yeah. Yeah. And then we go to Trinkets. It doesn't say where this is coming. Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Uh, it's an upcoming teen drama web television series created by Christian Smith, Amy Adelon, and Emily Mayer. Never heard of any of them. Uh, it says a lot of, about casting. It doesn't really say what it's about, Luke. Could you find any? It's based on a young uh, adult model uh, novel. Sh sorry. Um, I mean, that's good enough. If we don't know, if they don't have a description out there, it's not our fault. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. There's no description about this. Sorry. It's all good. But it was called Trinkets, and we don't even know what it's yeah. on. But it comes out June fourteenth. Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Well, then it's easy to find. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, too old to die. Too old to die young. Well, yeah, that. That, whatever. But logically, that makes sense. Uh, Los Angeles yeah. County Sheriff Deputy Martin Jones' life is blown apart in one tragic night, and he is forced into a deadly underground cartel of soldiers, yakuza assassins, and mystery oh mysterious vigilantes. That sounds kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, just roll with it. Uh, coming out on. Uh, Disney Channel uh, is, despite their differences, the Bennett, uh, Black Clan, and the actors who play them uh, know how to take whatever life and the studio audience throws at them and just roll with it. So it's going to be reality and unreal. That's interesting. Okay. Uh, okay. On Disney Junior, the same day, Tots, uh, or T-O-T-S, uh, Adventures of Pip the uh, Pippa Penguin and Freddy the Flamingo, who are only non-stork delivery birds in training at Tiny One's Transport Service, or Tots. Mm. Interesting. Uh, Jet... Uh, is coming out to Cinemax. We, 
Oh, it's Cinemax. Yeah. Is that a big thing, by the way? What, Cinemax? Yeah. I mean, it's like the third. After HBO and Showtime, then then people think of Cinemax, yeah. Uh, Jet begins uh, when fresh out of prison world-class chief Daisy Jet Kowalski is forced back into doing what she does best by dangerous and extraditing uh, criminal uh, determined to exploit her skills uh, on her own end. Uh, it has a, some decent cast members. I'm actually going to give this a chance. It looks interesting enough. Okay. Okay, when is this? It's uh, also on June 14th. Uh, Love After Lockup, Life After Lockup. I think this is a spin-off of Life After Lockup called Love After Lockup. It's on Wii TV, which I believe is women's... Wee. Women's Entertainment Television, Fro? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what this is about. Why can I not... Come on, little buddy. Uh, it, it, Explosive <laughs> docuseries is back for a second season exploring new shocking and revealing stories. Wait, what? Oh, I see, because it's totally different. From the producers of 90 Day Fiancé, uh, it will follow six couples as they share emotional journeys of beginning... Of being united for the first time after years of superv of only supervised visits. So there you go. Mm, cool. Then we have something called, and I'm really looking forward to, Savage Builds. Host Adam Savage collaborate with notable experts to build some of the most ambitious projects in his career. Look. Interesting. Yeah, the guy from Mythbusters. Right. Uh, I, I, I've, I've heard something about this that made me very interested in it. And, uh, I mean, uh, he is going to, uh, have Gordon Ramsay on there, for example. Ah, okay. So, yeah. Will be interesting. <laughs> all right. Uh, same day, uh, June 14th, all these shows, bunch of shows, what, uh, six, seven, eight, eight, eight shows all coming out on June 14th. The last one is... Los Espookies, a group of friends, turns its love for horror into a particular business in a dreamy Latin American country where strange and eerie, where strange and eerie are just parts of daily life. This is a Spanish language uh, HBO show. Mm. Spanish. That is always interesting. That sounds like uh, I I I don't. I can't think of the last uh, Spanish talking show I saw, actually. Mm. Do you remember? I, that you saw? No, I, I, I don't. No, that you saw, I mean. Uh, wasn't the 3%, or 3% wasn't, but that might not have been Spanish. That might have been something else. No, I don't remember. But yeah, Murder and Justice, the case of Marta Muxley, uh, was same day uh, comes out on Oxygen. Oh, it comes the day after, uh, June 15th, sorry. Uh, comes on Oxygen. The series Rare Explorers, the infamous murder of Martha Muxley by taking a 360-degree look at the case, original evidence, testing new theories, and examine potential overlooked clues with the help of some of the 
world permanent crime expert, so a true crime show. Have you ever heard of Martha Moxley? Never. It must be John Moxley's mother. Uh, Euphoria. Especially when she died when, when she was 15. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Euphoria, an HBO show, uh, drama series, a group of high school students try to discover their own identities while dealing with drugs, trauma, love, and social media. Mm. Generic uh, television. So, yeah, it sounds generic as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, City on a Hill, uh, Luke talked about it, so we don't really need to cover it. Yeah, we already did that one, so I'll go to Apollo's Moonshot on the Smithsonian Channel. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not seeing really a description on this guy either. Uh, because the project is categorized in, in development, the data is only available on, on IDMB Pro. So yeah, the... It's not yeah. out there. It's still in development, so we're not 100% sure what's going on with this, I guess. Okay. It's ba Oh, I'm seeing based on a book, New New York bestseller, New York Times bestseller. So it's based on a book. Uh, the inside story of America's Apollo moon landing. So it's just about it's about the moon landings. Uh, also coming to Smithsonian Channel, uh Atomic Age disc declassified, <laughs> taking viewers back to the atomic age of the mid-20th centuries by going on mission to identify the endless possibility of atoms as an energy source. Okay, Grand Hotel, which comes out June 17th on ABC. Uh, Eva Longoria executive produces this bold, provocative drama set in, at the last family-owned hotel in mu multicultural Miami Beach. Uh, I never. I, I. I'm. I am a huge fan of of Desperate Housewives. Sure, but I don't really want to see this. I don't think I'm looking at the act who's in it, and she's not in it. She just produces it. Uh, okay. Not a whole lot of people you would have heard of. Brian Craig, uh, Rosalind Sanchez. Those are probably the two people you would have heard of uh, out of everybody who's on this cast. So, But how do I say the name of the next show, Luke? Amphibia? Yep. Perfect. Okay, Amphibia. It's coming on tel Disney television and uh, animation uh, show. Uh, the series chronicles the adventures of a self-centered... 13-year-old Thai-American uh, girl called Anna Bonucho. After stealing a mysterious treasure chest, she is magical transport to Amphibia, a wild marshland <laughs> full of talking frog people. She soon she, she meets and befriends an adventurous young frog named Sprig Planter, who will guide her to be a true hero while discovering the first true friendship of her life. Jesus Christ, that sounded generic. It sounds very convoluted as well. Once you started getting to a world of frog people, I was like, what, what the hell? It also, in, in a way, it sounds kind of interesting, but like you yeah. said, very convoluted and generic. Alright, uh, yeah, we're on this one. Alternino Al Al with Outro Castro. Wow, say that ten times fast. Uh, 
Yeah, and this is June 18th, we should say. Coming out on Comedy Central, right? June 18th. Uh, mm -hmm. A sketch show based on Arturo Castro's experience as a Latin... Uh, or as a Latino millennial in the United States. So it's kind of, it's a sketch show on Comedy Central kind of based off of this guy's life experiences. Ambitions is a television show coming to the Oprah Network. Uh, no, it isn't. It's not coming up to the uh, Oprah Network. Isn't the Oprah Network uh, uh, Apple TV? <laughs> Oh, there actually is a channel here that's called the Oprah Winfrey Network. That's like on oh, cable. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a woman moves to a new city and finds herself going head to head uh, with some of the town's most powerful and deceitful players. Hmm. Wonder if we're going to love this show. <laughs> okay, Hurricane mm. Man. Let's see, what is this on? I, I just Oh, Science Channel. Hurricane Man, Josh Morgerman, Morgerman uh, a.k.a. the Hurricane Man, and the world's leading hurricane chaser collect scientific data from inside the eye of the storm. Uh, we join Josh in his bid to get into the eye. Uh, our, the documentary team covers firsthand the human stories of survival inside these epic natural disasters. Eh, that sounds kind of interesting, I guess, but I'm looking at the picture of this guy, and he kind of looks like a, a douche. So. Jumping two days ahead on June 20th uh, on ABC, Family Food <laughs> Fight comes to ABC. Oh my gosh, what? And <laughs> Yes, and it's a reality cooking show, look. Uh, family battling out high-pressure cooking challenges inspired by their home cooking and family traditions to win an ultimate prize of 100000 Okay. Yep. Weird. All right. Uh, reef break. Cat Chambers, less than perfect past uh, as a thief. Oh, I see. Her less than perfect past as a thief gives an instinctive gift for understanding crime and criminals, which comes in handy as her new role as a fixer for the governor of a Pacific Island paradise. Okay. Wow. Sexy, action-packed, one-hour drama starring Poppy Montgomery as Cat Chambers. Ooh. <laughs> uh, holy moly. And I, I, I've seen... We did it at the we did it in the Jeremy part of the podcast. I played the yeah oh yeah that's where we watched it yeah. Uh, I can't wait for this. Uh, Twelve contestants put their miniature golf and physical skills to the test. Face up in a never seen before challenge on a larger than life course. I I, I can't I can't believe it's coming and I can't wait to see it. I know I'm not even uh, like I don't even like. Uh, game shows, really, but this looks super right. interesting. <laughs> it looks so interesting, and it's coming also to ABC. Okay, spin the wheel. Wow, is this another? This is on Fox. A lot of game shows. Yeah. Um, comparatively to other years, uh, this is a lot of game shows. Executive oh, yeah. producer Justin Timberlake and hosted by Dax oh. Shepard. Spin oh, the wheel God. is a high stakes game show offering a chance to win over 20 million dollars per episode holy Whoa. crap wow 
a mix of pop culture trivia and strategy with simple uh, luck, the show offers uh, life-changing opportunities. Another trailer that I also looked into this week for some fucking reason, and this looks as atrocious as it sounds like look, but this is Mr. Inglesias with Gabriel Inglesias. Have you ever liked him? Uh, never heard of him. He's awful. He's uh, Oh, Gabriel he's Inglesias. Yes, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he is a joke thief, everybody. Allegedly. Okay, oh, I didn't I know that. A, yeah, I put that in there, but it's not allegedly at all. Allegedly. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. A good-natured high school teacher working on the uh, Alma Matra works with a uh, gifted but misfitted, disgenerated, uh, and disinterested students. Jesus Christ, yes. There's a lot of. This it, looks awful. A lot of words. Uh, yeah, it kind of. In a way, it kind of makes me. I, you know, it's if it's just a simple, stupid sitcom, maybe I'll check it out. But yeah. it doesn't sound great. It's, it's on Netflix, by the way, and it's coming June twenty fifth. <sighs> right. Okay. So June twenty first, also coming out June twenty first. Ghosts of Morgan's. Oh, I said twenty fifth. Sorry. Oh, 21st. did you? And yeah. it sounds almost the same. June twenty first, uh, <laughs> also coming out. Ghost, Ghosts of Morgan City. Uh, what is this on? Uh, Travel Channel. A team of local police, a former FBI agent, a par- and a par- paranormal investigator, and a psychic medium fro attempt to figure out what causing what's causing a recent uptick of bizarre activity by looking for patterns and clues in new cases being investigated. Uh. This is a reality show on the tra- Travel Channel. Yeah. The Bravest Night. Uh, it's on Hulu. And it says because this project is categorized as in development, <laughs> the data is only available for I'm the being subject to change. Uh, uh, June 22nd, so the next day, uh, Nickel- on Nickelodeon, Lo- uh, Lego City Adventures. Residents of the sprawling and diverse Lego City community engage in absurd and action-packed adventures. Wasn't there a Mm. Lego City Adventures video game? I could have sworn there was. Mm, I think so. Or maybe it was called Lego Lego Island? Hmm, Maybe. Yeah. License to Kill is a 1989 spy show. Oh, it isn't. That's one. <laughs> I made the James Bond the reference there. Oh was. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. If you would, mm-hmm. got to put in TV show and then find it through that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll move on to the <laughs> next show and then we'll come back to that one because they're on the same day. Yeah. Uh, a lie to die for. Uh oh, I'm not seeing a whole lot of description here. It's on Oxygen Network though. This is another show without any description, so I'm not really sure what this is about. Well, I can't find License to Kill at all, Look, so maybe you can find that and I will... Move to the next day? Oh, okay, I'm, yeah. one, one second, I'm going to the Oxygen official site. Uh, a Lie to Die For uncovers the extreme lengths individuals will go to keep lies hidden. 
So that's on oxygen. Uh, And so, yeah, move on to the next one, and I'll look up License to Kill. Yeah, the hills, the beginnings. I, I, I... I don't know if you're a Hills fan. Uh, I was never into it. I, I hate it. I, I watched like part of an episode and I never liked the show. Yeah. The Hills, the beginning is an American reality show. No, it isn't. Uh, developed <laughs> as a sequel to The Hills, the series will reunite the original cast members along their children, friends, and new faces and follow their personal, professional lives while living in Los Angeles. It's stated to premiere, like we said, the 21st of June 2019. And uh, if you look into it, The Hills wasn't a uh, reality show. So I'm going to guess The Hills New Beginnings is going to be as real as The Hills was. That makes sense. Right. Not real at yeah. all, meaning. Uh, License to Kill is a new series investigating the jaw-dropping cases of murderous doctors, nurses, and medical professionals. Uh, how Ooh. doctors fall off the deep end. That's what it's saying. Oh, that's kind of sounds interesting, actually. A little bit, yeah. I mean, it does sound a little bit depressing, but it sounds interesting. Uh, what just happened with Fred Savage? Okay, on Fox. Yeah, what did that? That's a very good question. What did that happen with Fred Savage? It's an upcoming American television parody series hosted by Fred Savage. It is a parody after show of a fictional drama series, The Flare. The series is co-hosted by Taylor Tom Tomlinson. Have you ever heard of The Flare? No. Me neither. Uh, I'm looking it up. Came out in 2016. I don't know. But it's a spoof of this 2016 show called The Flare, which, in a world bought back by a pre-industrial revolution, a reclusive middle-aged woman goes on a quest to uncover her past. That's what The Flare is about. Hmm. Also on June 30th, uh, the loudest voice going to Showtime. And uh, I'm not going to spoil this, but uh, yeah, it will be on the list later. (laughs) <laughs> the latest uh, voice uh, tells uh, the story of Roger A. Eels, who molded Fox News into the boards uh, and changed the conversation uh, on about the highest level of government, will help to understand uh, the events that led into the, the rise of Donald Trump. The series focused primarily on the past decade, which allies arguably became Republican Party. The festival leaders, while flushing back to its defining events in the Allies' life, including initial meeting with Richard Nixon on the set of Mike Douglas' show that gave birth to the Allies' uh, political career, uh, that sex uh, career and the sexual harassment uh, association of settlements uh, that brought his. Fox News uh, reign to the end. And it, this has Russell Crowe, Naomi Watts, Seth MacFarlane, Sienna Miller in it. Uh, it is also uh, directed by somebody that I saw that I like. But, okay. Yeah. And that was our last show of the summer, uh, the new shows coming out this summer. Well, at least mm-hmm. for the next month or so. Um, why don't we do the 
just pick three that are like your favorites. When you don't act, we don't necessarily have to have like number one, number two, number three, but just pick three that you're looking forward to the most, bro. Uh, I think uh, I, I think actually I will take it in order, uh, but uh, I I think uh, Jim is my number three. Actually, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, I, I think it's uh, it looks very very interesting. Uh, I l- would like to see what an Arabic network shows. So I'm 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 actually very super excited to see what they do. All right, what about do, you? do all of yours because I'm not doing them in order. Uh, I'm all, just doing them all, all at once. So okay, all all of mine. Uh, well, uh, then I have to uh, choose Jet. Uh, from Cinemax. Uh, that also looks very, very interesting. But my number one is definitely the loudest voice on show, Showtime. That looks fucking amazing and has a great cast. Okay. Um, I guess as far... I'm not going to do mine in order. I'm just going to do them all at once. Kind of. I don't right. I don't really have an order of what I'd want. But uh, holy moly, definitely looking forward to... Los mm. Espookies looks really good, I think. Um, and then, I guess the last one, hmm. I had it, and now I kind of scrolled and lost it. I guess maybe the uh, Comedy Central Al- Alternato with Astro Castro look kind of right. like, could be an interesting sketch comedy show. So, yeah. If I could pick the a fourth, I would definitely pick the Adam uh, Adam Sandler, yeah, Adam Sandler show. That's for sure, uh, and the <laughs> Savage show. Yeah, that would probably be my so, fourth as well. I'm surprised Holy Moly right. isn't in your top four at all. But yeah, I think number four would have definitely been uh, what is it called? Something Savage. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right, that was a lot of TV. Let's do a movie round. You want to start from? Sure. Uh, uh, talking about womanist propaganda movies. Gosh, did I watch a womanist propaganda movie this week? Uh, because Luke made me. That's my my excuse from now. Oh, why yeah, did you right. watch? I forgot. Yeah. Why, why did you Why did you watch this? Oh, because Luke made me. Um, it is called something like The Perfectionist. Is that uh, correct? That is correct. Uh, no, the perfection. Sorry, the perf- perfection. Oh, the perfection. It's a, right. Yes, it's a horror movie. Uh, will will spoiler alert? Will will spoiler alert? I'm going to somewhat spoil this. Um, what did I think about this movie? Gosh, it hates men with a passion. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> it begins very like. I, I thought this was going to be about this one girl that is crazy and the other girl is is not. And it turns out that none of them are crazy and they are in this man-hating cult. <laughs> I mean, that's more or less the movie, isn't it? I wouldn't say the cult itself. The cult is like a kind of a sex cult. And then they hate right. the men in the cult because they're the sexual abusers. That's what it really comes down to, and it, it it's so. I, I I will say this: there's actually some very good acting in this, but 
I I thought I thought this plot was extremely extremely man hating, and it's one of the coolest uh, endings I've seen in the movie. Though uh, I love the ending of it, where they really take revenge of this guy and right. chuck off his balls. I mean, that was very very good. And I thought but, uh, I, I thought the whole thing together like the editing was also really good in it yeah you know what i mean so like there was really good acting some of the storyline stuff like you said the ending was a really cool ending there was good things and then there were negative things so what would you give this thing as far as a score goes because it uh, i don't know it, it it is kind of hard because it's a horror movie and it's supposed to be scary it didn't scare me at at all uh but it's also very man-hating, and I'm a man, so it's kind of hard for me to score this very high. I'm going to give it a six, I guess. Okay, yeah, I, I gave it a five yeah. last week, so we're pretty close. Yeah. I mean, it's super in the middle. I think is is our general consent consensus for everybody else is like, it's not terrible, but it's not good. Oh no! Oh no! Not terrible at all, but uh, now I'm actually more excited because I know that you watched the movie, and I think we're going to think the opposite of each other. You think we're going to think the opposite of each other because of yes? Okay. Uh, well, I'll start. We both watched a movie, I Am Mother, on Netflix. I am mother. Uh, it was about a girl who gets raised by a robot in like. It, what we it seems like after the apocalypse, but the whole beginning of it, you're mm -hmm. in this bunker. So uh, this robot raises this child, and you, it, it you can tell this robot is per, its purpose is to repopulate Earth because there's this whole uh, scene where they show you all these embryos that are stored in this place that uh, are eventually going to become humans. Mm -hmm. And then who who's the lady? Uh, Hillary Swank shows up. From the outside, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, the girl realizes maybe there's more people outside, and that, it goes from there. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about this movie now? <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what are, I thought so. what the negatives were. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was really good. Mm. Mm -hmm. What did you think of it? Yeah, I did not like this movie at all. I thought it was so bad. It reminds me a little of... I think we have had the same discussion, the same fucking discussion that we're going to have now. When you watched Ex Machima and thought it was very good, and I didn't right. understand it. Sure. And, it, and, and it let's, feels... let's, let's be fair, in that situation, would you, you would have been in the minority of people with that movie. Most people really oh, yeah. like that movie, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about this one yet. I'm I'm looking now and though, and it says ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 definitely in the majority for this. Uh, this felt very ex machina mm -hmm. for me. I can see uh, that. I, yeah, and uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I did not like it. I, I will I I will give it. Uh, a very good compliment. I, I will actually give it two compliments. Uh, I think the robot is amazingly voiced. 
Um, right, okay. Ever did the robot voice is amazing, and I also think Hilary Swank is amazing in this movie. But that girl, <laughs> she can't act. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I thought she was pretty good. Really? Yeah, I did. I did uh, the robot is voiced by Rose Byrne, Australian actress. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love Rose Byrne. Cool. I didn't know that. But yeah, no. Um, without going into the plot very, very much, uh, because it's just been out of one week. Mm-hmm. We don't spoil movies. That's just been one week. Uh, two mo- uh, two weeks ago, we don't care. But um, I, I, I was sure uh, the plot was going to be, oh, uh, we find out that Hilary Swank uh, was a former uh, inmate of this f- facility and uh, things like that and it all it was all a ruse or something okay but I found the ending of this so fucking bland and uninteresting in the middle of this movie look I was like okay I understand what, uh, what, what, where they're trying to say. I understand what they're trying to, 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 to give to me. But uh, I, I did not swallow this pill. It, it felt very, very, very bland, uninteresting, and it is extremely pretty. It's. Uh, I will say mostly well, uh, well acted, but this, but uh, the storyline I, I just didn't get it. I, I it, it felt very ex machina, ex machina for me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, well, what would you give it? What did I give it? Uh, I'll give mm-hmm. it. Um, I think I'd give it like a an eight. Okay, I would give it a four. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move on to a trailer for a movie that came out this week. I guess it's going to get a huge expansion next week. Like, it came out in very limited number of theaters this week. Next week, it's going to go to thousands more. So let's listen to the trailer for Late Night. She was the first female late night talk show host on a major network. Oh. 43 Emmy Awards. Ladies and gentlemen, Catherine Newberry. Ah, Emma Thompson. I like her. Women are funny. Funny is funny. As long as you're white male and from an elite college, like your writing staff. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of funny. No. So you have no experience in comedy? I'm obsessed with comedy. I do. Oh. I'm going to be very unpopular now and say I don't like her. I don't... Yeah, the only thing she's ever really been in that I ever saw was uh, Parks and... Or no, no, the was it The Office? No, The Office. Yeah, The Office. Yeah, The Office, yeah. And... Can't really... I don't think I ever saw her in anything else, so it's hard to really make a judgment. The new writer? The new female writer. Is this Devil Swear Prada, the comedy version? The comedy TV show version? Or, yeah, late night show version? 
I will not be marginalized because no one here looks like me. She's not trying to silence your strong. Yes, it is, bro. <laughs> With that line right there, it officially became that. Yeah. No experience. Write something. The show hasn't been good for years. Why didn't you say something? I thought you knew and didn't care. I like Oh, He's funny, yeah. I have some jokes for the monologue. I've laughed three times already in this trailer, so. Yeah. Unless all the good funny parts are in the trailer, which is not abnormal for movies. No more tantrums and no withering looks. Like that one. That's my face. What exactly is wrong with my bits? They're a little old and a little white. What can I do about that? Let me introduce you to a new series. Catherine Newbery, White Savior. I feel like I could never hill a camp. Let's see what we can do about that. I actually didn't need to go anywhere. That doesn't matter. This is how white saviors work. Into the cab. Uh, hmm. Uh, it was more funny in the beginning. Yeah, now they're going with like, there's some kind of race angle happening all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't not really feeling that mm. towards the end, but the beginning part was funny. So I don't know, mixed bag from the trailer. So what is this uh, Oscar-nominated movie all about, Luke? A late-night talk show host's wor world is turned upside down when she hires her first and only female staff writer. Originally intended to smooth over diversity concerns, her decision brings about unexpectedly hilarious consequences as the two women who are separated by culture and generation become united by their love of uh, of a biting punchline. Right. Uh, actually, it's... <laughs> I, was, I was so hoping you were going to say something else. <laughs> okay. Uh, apparently yeah. the screenplay of this movie is also by Mindy Kaling, Fro. <laughs> so she wrote, wrote this movie not only as acting in it it's got Emma Thompson Mindy Kaling Hugh Dancy uh, Reed Scott anybody else big oh John Lithgow like we mentioned uh, that's about it there's a few other people but nobody really famous super famous uh, mm -hmm. directed by N Nisha Gantra 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, bro. Pretty good. 5.9 mm -hmm. out of 10 on IMDb. 72% on Metacritic. And 73% of Google users enjoyed this film. Mm. I've, uh, I, uh, I don't think we talked very much about this. But now there's an all audience and a verified audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay. So I went... Yes, I went to the verified uh, audience score and uh, and watched that. And uh, there was only uh, one, two, three, four, five. Uh, Matthew K said, uh, Emma's dry Arabic wit at its best. Mindy delivers same as Amy Schumer, a comedy about bad behavior. <laughs> Ay, 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 that made it sound very good, because we love Amy Schumer. Uh, wrapping up with a strong message about knowing yourself, so you can be confident to love yourself as the best you can be for yourself and others. Fucking hell. Uh, this movie sounds worse and worse the more I read about it. 
then Derek H gave it five stars. That while Mandy Kaling is playing the exact character you think she she would playing, she continues to do it very well. Emma Thompson's character is great. Uh, whenever she's desperately fighting uh, for her job or delivering a total badass boss power move, the chemistry between the both women are are great. And Ultimate is worth seeing in your local theater. I will say there are some jokes that miss, but there are enough that really hit, and at least it made me laugh out loud. Okay, I went to the Facebook. Um, not a lot of people had seen it, because like I said, this came out to a very limited number of theaters, and it's coming out to more next week, apparently. Uh, but Renee CK says, such an excellent movie, I went for the laughs and left impressed by the wisdom and integrity. I don't know what the hell that means, but Doreen mm -hmm. Lopez says, good cast, but horrid storyline. Basically, the Devil Wears Prada moved to late night TV. Just like you said, bro. Hey! <laughs> uh, Someone stole my bet. Uh, Beth... Morell says, good movie, saw an early screening tonight, and I have to say it was awesome. I laughed and cried, and then laughed some more. So, there you go. Do we have any numbers for the movies that came out last week? Uh, yeah, let's go look. Uh, let's see. Dark Phoenix came out last week, right? Yep. Uh, opening weekend, 32.8 million. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Think... That's okay, I guess, yeah. Secret Life of Pets, 46.6 million. Okay. Uh, Secret Life of Pets 2, I should say. Right. Men in Black. I do not... Oh, that comes... didn't come out yet. Right. It, it hasn't comes come out. out. Yeah, it comes out this weekend. Yeah. So those were the two movies that came out. Those are uh, the numbers for that. Mm-hmm. And those are in my brackets. Yes, so Secret Life of Pets Two is the top uh, top money right now in your in all the brackets. But right now you're you're winning. But of course we have to get to my bracket to tell any of that. But let's uh, Secret Life of Pets Two. Uh, sorry, Secret Life of Pets Two. Uh, the Max the Terrier must cope with some major life changes when his owner gets married and has a baby. When the fa family finally takes a trip to the countryside. Nervous Max has numerous run-ins with canine intolerant cows, hostile foxes, and a scary turkey. Uh, 6.6 .6 out of 10 on IMDb, 55% on Rotten Tomatoes. 2 out of 4 from Roger Ebert, and 91% of Google users liked it. Let's see. Directed by Chris Renaud. Uh, let's see. Uh, voice actors, obviously, because this is a... Uh, Animated films got Nick Animated. Kroll, yep. Harrison Ford, mm. Kevin Hart, uh, Tiffany Haddish, Lake Bell, uh, Dana Carvey, Pete Holmes, mm. Hannibal Bur Burris. Uh, yeah, a lot of really good uh, actors, but this is all voice acting, so there you go. Also coming out this week, uh, Dark Phoenix, uh, directed by Simon Kinberg. With James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, Nicholas Holt, Sophie Turner, uh, yeah, a lot of people that you would know. Uh, Jessica Chastain. Uh, it is 
all about. Uh, Jean Grey begins to develop incredible powers that corrupt and turns her into Dark Phoenix. Now the X-Men have to decide if the life of a team member is worth more than the humanity. It has gotten a 6.0 out of 10 on IMDb. And what did I say on Rotten Tomatoes? 23%? Yeah, 23% of Rotten Tomatoes users has degraded it. Uh, but 73% of Google users liked it. Yeah. So who the fuck knows? Um I definitely didn't watch this on the shitty cam version uh, because I heard nothing good about it. Mm-hmm. I I would say it's okay, but I, it's 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 it's, uh, it's a superhero it's something, movie. Yeah, it's a superhero movie. I would rate it a, a six out of ten. Okay. All right, let's wrap this up because we were trying to do a short show and it's going to be the almost exact same amount of time we normally do a show, I think. But audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. If you want a free audible trial, it helps us out. You get a 30-day trial and a free book. Cancel anytime. Keep your book. Uh, Coming next week, uh, news of the week, obviously. We're going to cover the Philadelphia Experiment, which was my pick for something to do. Uh, I'm going to talk about House on Haunted Hill. And you will give me something to watch as well. Yeah, for the week after. And we're going to do another digital review of Shaft from 2019. The new one, obviously. Uh, Anything else we want to go into before we get out of here, from? No. Yeah, I don't really have Uh, anything. Oh, we did forget to mention the joke guy, joke news guy in um oh yeah in what if the, there's if you if you if anybody's seen arrested <laughs> development arrested development has like this newscaster guy who's like the fake newscaster who always makes jokes uh joke newscast uh in that show and for some reason they used the exact same guy in this show uh what if except it As was the newscaster but he was a legit newscaster so you're i'm looking at mm-hmm. it going isn't this supposed to be a joke but it wasn't not a very good casting job on their part Terrible, terrible joke. But what if it was a very, very terrible joke? <laughs> to be honest. It was. Not worth watching, everybody. Yep. Yeah. I know. All right, I'm, let's get out of here. I am uh, boiling in my own skin. Uh, Fro is yep. in Norway. Yeah. Say goodbye to everybody, Fro. Say goodbye to everybody, Fro. Goodbye to everybody, Fro. Goodbye, citizen.